Welcome to the Tortoise and Hare Experience. This is the second oh, one. It is. Isn't this exciting? It's very exciting. And, and we went from the Tortoise and Hare show to the Tortoise and Hare Experience because... It truly is an experience. It, it really is. <laughs> it, it's an experience. Real quick, uh, what, what experiences have you gone uh, with so far since I last spoke with you? It's about a oh, month. Oh, man. I had an experience this weekend that was a little ridiculous. I drove up to Santa, where was it? Sacramento. Sacramento, you know this place? That's a short it's, drive. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like six hours from LA. Easy. We get up there, and I'm doing a horror convention. It's called Miss Misery's Day of Is that of with Terror. Jane Fonda? <laughs> well, it should have been, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and I held the Scream Contest. Have you ever seen a Scream Contest? Scream contest. No. contest. Nice. Is, um, yeah. So I had a, a lot of contestants, and they they uh, competed against each other for the title of this um, upcoming screamer, and then they won a. <laughs> Not going to touch that. <laughs> right. Uh, they <laughs> they won a part in a film, 
And then at the end of that, they had to compete against me. You know, because I you're am the, a scream you're a queen. scream queen, baby. I am. Have, have any of you guys? Because you guys know Max, right? Have you any guys ever heard her scream before? Oh, who before? doesn't know me? I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> I refuse to answer that on the grounds <laughs> I might incriminate myself. Oh, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you about real quick about an experience that I that I had, and it's probably happened to you guys. Uh, let's talk about. Do you guys cook? Yes, occasionally. Okay, so you go to the grocery store, right? And you I'm buy cooking like, now. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, go the, you, go, you go to the grocery store, you, you buy your food, right? <laughs> right? Do you, do you yeah. Get, yeah. Or do you guys have like some maid come and like buy your food? Well, they're pretty famous. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I had to ask if they buy They have their moms come in and. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's cool. That's the Patrick's flying from them. Italy just to cook for him. Exactly. Yeah, it's yes. true. So go ahead with your So there I am in line. <laughs> and, you know, I only have like three things, right? And in front of me is a person with like 17 items and the 10 items or less. Right. And she goes through it and they like pass it off without nothing. They just say, oh, okay, we're going to let this one slide. And that really pissed me off because here I am in line. I'm playing by the rules and you got someone going on and, you, you know, they're skating by and, and we all just let this happen. Oh. <gasps> Do you, do you guys oh let that gosh. ever happen, or do you, are you guys conscious of that? Absolutely. That if you're letting that bother you, man. It's like, that it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when I usually go and do groceries, there's no one there, because I go at 4 o'clock in the morning. Nice. Yeah, pretty much no one's going to be there. That's a good time. What, where do you go to? Like, uh, Food for Less or something? Uh, uh, food for less. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. We go for twenty four hours. Nice. <laughs> no, I go to the normal to places <laughs> like Ralph's. You know, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's is open. Which Ralph's is open twenty four hours? But you oh, want the address yeah. too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, he's gonna have stalkers coming to Ralph's. And he's gonna meet me outside. <laughs> you never All know. Of them? I don't know. Is this a trick question? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. try yeah. famous yeah. cities for forty. <laughs> Sorry, this is not the food channel, by the way. <laughs> well, it could be. It could, yeah, right. So uh, l let's talk more about uh, the band. I, now that we're, you know, all just chatted up and you know having good times, smiles everywhere. Absolutely. Well, right? this, you know, this might be a good time to introduce our guest. Hey. Hello there. We did that. <laughs> yeah, we just went right into it. <laughs> yeah, right go. into it. So yeah. on the couch with us today, we have the amazing Tom Fletcher. If uh -oh. you don't know him, howdy, howdy, how there, friends and neighbors. There he is, and he has no shoes on. He has no shoes. Do you walk and around barefoot Bull. like all the time? Only when it's 95 degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> or inside. But he's wearing black. Or inside. Long sleeve shirt with jeans. And now he's complaining about it's too hot outside. Well, it's a very thin shirt. It's oh, okay. Nice. Is it? It's thin? It's okay. quite nice. <laughs> Where did you buy it, man? Uh, is this yeah. a brand thing? It is, man. <laughs> It's like I bought it in Vegas. It was made. For that me. does look like a Vegas shirt. <laughs> did did yep. you lose a lot of money or did you? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm born and raised in Vegas. Okay. So. Okay. Wonderful little town that it is. Yes. What, what were you doing? You learn not to gamble there watching everyone else lose all their money every mm. day. Yeah, that that is interesting as far as, you know, you growing up in Vegas, watching people gamble and stuff, mm. um, and, and you kind of shying away from that, right? But what, what did you do to pass the time? 
rode dirt bikes and played music. Nice. <laughs> that's that's the dream. <laughs> it was pretty groovy. Actually, we thought the whole world was like that when we, you know, leaving there. We came to LA. It was like, where's all the lights? Where's the people? And at what age did you leave Las Vegas for LA? The first time I ventured out of there was I was 16. Came to came to LA to buy a guitar at the Guitar Center. Wow, <laughs> and you never left. Wow. And never left. <laughs> no, and the second time I came back, I was 17. I started working at the uh, the record plant. Yeah, and nice, got to work on nice. some pretty That's cool. That's a pretty record. famous oh, place. It scared the shit out of me, and I ran back to Vegas after working there for like six months. And I went back to Las Vegas recording studio and figured I'd better re better learn some more shit before <laughs> coming back for round two. And then I yeah. moved back here permanently when I was turned 21. So that was like a very like sobering experience for you. Very. Absolutely. You know, I thought I was knew everything. I worked at Las Vegas Recording Studio from when I was really young. I started at 12 years old. But you become a big fish in a small pond. And then you go work with the real cats and it's like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So I went back to teach myself how to do a few things I saw them doing. Uh, did you did you just disappear or did you say hey guys this isn't working out uh no actually it was really cool there was a, a woman named rose man who pretty much ran the record plant at that time and uh she was just really cool i mean she's actually married to one of the finest engineers on the planet ed Cherney. now uh this is like i'm talking another lifetime ago but she was really cool and i told she knew I would always tell her what I was feeling, what was going on. So I told her I'm going to go home for a little while and kind of brush up and get, I figured out all the things I needed to learn. So I kind of made my list, went back home. And for about a year, I went and really learned how to do those things that I needed to learn how to do. Nice. And then came back here. Was, was it a certain like recording technique or it was it just It was just mixing? getting to know patch pace better, learning how to blend and use effects and how to return them on decks, you know, just... But you should see this guy rocking out on stage with a guitar and having all the hair tricked up and everything. Right. <laughs> we went to Vegas, we did this show with Elvis Monroe, which is part of the guys from Billy in 182. That's oh, Patrick yeah. Kotchik, It's like he's walking, right. yeah, he's walking on stage. We go, yeah, it's great, so where's Fletch? That's him. That's him. No one could recognize him. Yeah, it was mind blowing for me to watch him from the back. You know, when we were playing, I was like, "Is that the same guy? Who is that?" It was Do you do you just turn into somebody different when you walk on stage? You know, it's funny because I'm from the '70s stuff. You know, David Bowie, all that stuff, and yeah, it's kind of cool because I have a life as a producer, recording engineer, and. <laughs> when being that guy it's fun yeah it's like patrick just said it uh, it's putting on different clothes doing the hair different putting on the eyeliner all that stuff and creating a persona and yeah he also has a different accent depending on the <laughs> Wrong, hair. I, I turn british immediately <laughs> 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 so also on our couch is is the amazing patrick kacha which i like to call kacha all right then. Hi. He's very hot. The Italian he's connection. He's right. the right. Italian drummer of uh, Studliness. I think that's his official title. All right. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the official title? I couldn't hear. <laughs> the Italian drummer of Studliness. Studliness. It's because of the bracelets. I've never that's heard right. that. That's very unique. Yeah, He's you like the drummer it. Drummer of Atomics. That's yeah. what makes it okay. so well. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's funny because I saw your kit, and your kit, you have what? You have like a thousand cymbals and like drums just laid out. Yeah, it's, it's like so a spaceship. 
Yeah, it's it's what happens when you have no social life. You know, you keep <laughs> growing. In a world where Patrick Katja has more drums and cymbals <laughs> than girlfriends. <laughs> But oh, but if yeah. you get I mean, not truth, yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's not a true statement. Especially in, in atomics, like when you look at the set, and like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you just like the shredder," and then you listen to the record. It's not not really that, you know. It's it's a very colorful band with a, with the you know the range of the styles. You can correct me if I'm wrong. It's so wide, you know. We're coming from almost different, you know different places you know and we're you know we grew up in different places we listen to different things so us together it's it's like okay i need more voices you know it's really about coloring a track it's not you know it's not that how many drums i can hit in three know, bars besides <laughs> i have all the endorsements and i gotta leave up to that you know and and just sort of give them exposure so the more is better i'm just kidding <laughs> i actually hit every one of them but but not in every song in right different you songs right right yes. right use them all just throughout the the cornucopia yeah. of the uh, and when i don't use them through throughout a song i just look at it and I go like that's cool though <laughs> even though i'm not using it who great cares? Words. it just that's looks great word, awesome by the way. Yeah. cornucopia, cornucopia. Like do, do, do certain tones fit well with others only because you do have such a, a choice selection that right. you are able to touch everything uh, tell me about differentiating well, between those two we're, we're that's playing, what she said we we play with tracks so the 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 the, the set is designed to to have low like tribal sounds you know strictly percussions which are the low register of the toms then i have on the left side this more of a higher percussion you know higher pitch and then you have the rhythm in the middle kick snare and hat so in different songs you just need different colors that's true you have this amazing new product that you're working with that pretty much is like on my hair well, yeah. <laughs> no it's like a command Great central <coughs> from from your kit oh that would be air consoles yeah that's insane oh my God. that we thing is say insane. something about that holy christ uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's what allows us to do what we do Ex explain a little bit about what let's that is. ask miko right. who loves you also, baby also joining <laughs> us via computer is uh, miko Olmos, who yeah. had much better things to do today yeah he's miko. a little nervous he's, 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 he's just nervous. kind of staring just staring yeah. he doesn't do much yeah, max is so beautiful he's like oh my god i don't know what to say yeah well he you know is often without like, words come on man just just snap out of it <laughs> come on miko uh, he's with three chicks right now yeah. right yeah, that's his what two children yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounded better as three chicks. God <laughs> damn. He sounded like a stud. I know he does. Well, he's still a stud because look, he's got three daughters. Holy exactly. crap! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when, when you have daughters, that's the most amount of love any man can ever get. Uh, that's what I feel. Which, by the way, and that go. song is about to play. But I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go. I gotta go. You're a genius. Very well set up. Is <laughs> uh, the song "Thank You for Being in My Life" is actually a is, uh, written and dedicated to anybody who has daughters. Thank you guys for uh, coming on the show. Uh, we're gonna have links to your Facebook and to your Reverb Nation because I know you guys have a bunch of dates yeah. and concerts coming up. Yeah, as of right now, the way you can find us, it's uh, it's on facebook.com slash officialatomics. But you can latch on to, there's another page uh, that is Patrick Kacha. They're all latched on to each other.
tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take another break, and uh, we are going to hear Ronnie North, who's our next guest, who's just about to come in. And we are going to hear the song Inertia, and uh, that's his latest single, so I'm very curious uh, to, you know, hear it. It's debuting. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have more uh, with the Tortoise and Hare experience. the tortoise and hare experience and uh, we just heard uh, the latest single by our guest uh, ronnie north and we just heard inertia by the way you can find ronnie on his uh, website RonnieNorth.com. i'll have the uh, links on the show notes how's it going man going awesome man it's great to be here what about this weather huh well it's it's weird i was just talking to somebody because when you're in october um 
I, I was thinking about like kind of the world as as a curvature, you know, as far as like with yeah. its axes and stuff like that. And right now we're just turning and we're just finally like touching like the sun. So it should be like the hottest part because it's going to get hotter before it gets colder. Do you think that that's really? going to affect the earth plates and that we're going to have more earthquakes here? I don't know because the, the if I feel like the uh, tectonic plates are kind of in a world of their own and uh, they just go by themselves. It's not it's not like the ocean, which I feel is a, a derivative of the moon because I feel the moon controls the ocean and kind the of like waves, waves. yeah, the tides exactly. Yeah. It does. Which is really weird because uh, they say that uh, as, as humans, we're made up of 70% water. And so I wonder if the moon ever affects us. You know, like when someone's like in a bad mood, you ever look at the moon and be like, I wonder if it's that. Of if, course it does. Absolutely. Do you, do you, think you so? probably have yeah, to in some full way. full moon. I get yeah. that. I never really thought about it, but I get it. There's a whole werewolf thing. Right? And yeah, People werewolf. are howling. You and go. you know, the hospitals are actually have more admittance on a full moon than any other time. Do you really? It's Makes true. Crazy. That is true. So, so wow, there, there it is. Maybe we uh, yeah. just Who figured, up, figured something out. Yeah, well, you know, both those facts that I have in my head at all times. <laughs> there you go. Now, now Ronnie, uh, we, as we just heard your song, um, and that was Inertia, uh, th- there's some really interesting things about you. What, one is that you, you're self-taught. Completely. Learned off a Kiss record. Are you kidding? Completely self-taught. That's amazing. Off a I tried lessons when I really was really yeah. young. It, it lasted like a few weeks. I mean, I didn't want to let her have to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. I wanted to learn how to play like Detroit Rock City. Nice. So, the nice. old, the old, the ninety-year-old guitar teacher guy wasn't interested in that. So I, I went on a quest to make him go crazy. It only took me three weeks to make <laughs> him go nuts. And, and how'd you make him go crazy? Was it was it through shredding? Tenacity, and- yeah. Like, yeah. Just doing being a. Do you remember his name? Kid. <laughs> I was really good at being a 13-year-old when I was yeah. 13. Do you remember his name? I don't. I think it was like Bert or Sam or something. He's dead now, but oh. no part to me. Right. I, like somebody else, another student took him out later. <laughs> it wasn't me. But, but that's interesting that, you know, he, you broke him, but in, in a sense, you found your own, you know, voice through that. If it would have been for him. I mean, I, but when I got... And when I was 13, I got a Kiss record for Christmas, and when I got the Kiss record, I didn't know who Kiss was. I never heard of him in my life. My parents got it because it looked like a comic book. You know what I mean? Yeah, this makeup. Right. That's the only reason they got it. Oh, the kids will love that. There you go. I, was a prof- I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. I mean, I was on the Pepsi team. I was, you know, I did... My weekends were doing demos at malls on half pipes, you know. That's well, what see, I used now to I do. have a whole new respect for you. Yeah, so that's what I used to do. So, I mean, I wanted to be Tony Alba. I, you didn't know, then that, this Kiss thing just came and ruined that whole thing. Like, done. <laughs> I got the Kiss record. My my parents took me that May. Kiss played at the Forum in in '77, which was the peak of their fame. Saw that and done. And then once I found out you can get girls, I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> I was already in already, but that was like the final <laughs> coffin, like the final thing in the coffin. Done. In. Been doing it ever since. <laughs> I just saw Kiss about two months ago at Irvine Meadows oh. or Verizon, I believe it's called yeah, now. Whatever it is now. Yeah, whatever it is now. And that was my first experience, Kiss experience. But but it's not really Kiss. Why? Don't what, even what, get what me does, into well, that. No, what what doesn't? It, it has Gene I, Simmons. I'm friends with somebody in Kiss, and they're gonna send me a bad email. Um, it's not. Here's my. I, I'm. I'm a. I'm, I was born on Kiss, raised on Kiss, you know, after that, so I'm a fanatical about it. Uh, Kiss is Ace, Peter, Gene, and Paul. 
Not not Paul, Gene, and whoever we have in Kiss this week. <laughs> and no disrespect to the guys in Kiss. I mean, don't if they asked me to be Ace Frehley, I would do it in a second. Don't even get me wrong. I would be in heaven. So I'm not even going there. But, I mean, give them their own characters. You know what I mean? That's fine. Be in Kiss, but don't be pretending like you're Ace Frehley. Don't be pretending. Be, be somebody else. You can still be in Kiss, you know, because they're amazing musicians. I just, you know, just met the guitar player guy not that long ago at dinner at the Rainbow. He's his friend. I, I'm, I know uh, Eric, who's the drummer in Kiss now, who's an amazing drummer, who's played with lots of people. And he's, we're having dinner. He came over, sat down, talked with me, and he was with the guitar player guy. So I got to meet the guitar player guy. So was, was <laughs> cool. Did you refer to him as guitar player guy? I don't, I don't know what his name is. Guitar player, I guess. I, I think it's Tommy or something. I don't know. He was nice. I mean, no, no offense. Don't, right. Just but be your own guy. You know what I mean? But I get it. You know, you make lots of money, dress up, play state. I mean, more power to you, but, you know. Be the Tommy character. Don't be the ace guy. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's a really hard hard uh, thing to step into, you know. Oh, yeah. No, you know, and God bless them. You With know what I mean? the Kiss Army that's and the whole deal gig, there. Man. You know. I mean, that'd be, you know, that's I'd be all about crazy. the theatrics. You get to play guitar in the fire. I mean, that's my dream come true. I mean, the only thing that would come close to that is either being like in Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson. And, right. You know, that's like, that's like modern day Kiss stuff now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, God bless them. But, you know, it's not... Without, I mean, I get it. They want to keep doing it forever, and they'll probably be doing it until they're like 300 years old. Okay, whatever, cool. Do your thing. But, you know, Kiss is like those four guys. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a persist when it comes to that. But, you know. Well, when you were watching Kiss, and of course you are influenced by them, were you thinking about the theatrics and, and bringing that and incorporating that into your music? I kind of did, and I, I kind of do that to an extent. I kind of—it was really weird. Like I never wanted to dress up like them, and everybody always asked me that, and I don't—and I don't know why. Even when I was a kid, like I don't know, I was never really in the—I love Halloween, but I don't like the dressing up part. For, I don't know if that what? sounds really weird. Me too. And I don't no, eat no. candy, what? and I and I never like candy. So I, feel- I used to get it, give it to my brother. I'd take the gum out and I give the rest of it to my brother, like you oh know, my or Lord. to my friends. But I, I've never been in the sweets, and I don't even—nobody's. I mean, I could. I could eat everything, and I gained maybe an ounce. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I've never been, have a weight problem, but I've just never been into that stuff. See, that's crazy to me. For whatever, because, but, you know. but then again, I, I live on McDonald's. So, I mean, I'm completely like that's the anti-health yeah. health guy. I mean, I have McDonald's every day. Like Yeah, every day. We, we had a discussion about yeah, that. Yeah, Max and was yelling at yeah. me about that. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite thing to eat at McDonald's? Today I had a Big Mac, but I usually just have Happy Can't Meals. I mean, I, just, I don't really eat a whole lot. So, I mean, I just have like, a Happy okay. Meal. But in Germany, there was no McDonald's, and I was going insane. I, 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 I was, ew, don't even get me going What were that. you eating there? Just uh, <laughs> Nothing. No, we, I was having steaks for oh. dinner or whatever, but oh, like nibbling on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was eating steaks. Yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, no McDonald's, you guys are buying me steaks. Oh, Take that promoter! <laughs> wow. So but, and they don't like ice cubes either. Like everything's warm there, which is crazy. And the weather's like three thousand degrees there. It's like who knew? I, I'm going. I'm thinking. I'm going to Germany. It's gonna be freeze. I have my parkas and my thermals. Yeah, whatever. It's like nine thousand degrees, one hundred percent humidity. Like I was. In, it was like you're in hell. But but yet, like your sound does fit the the German motif and and kind oh, of. Oh, they loved it. Uh, no, yeah. the people were great. No, I loved the whole thing. The weather sucked, but everything else is great. Dude. Not a lot of attractive women there, but we won't even touch that since Max is in. <laughs> See, if if you have a married, if you're married to a rock star, wives out there, and he goes to Germany, you have no worries about him doing oh, anything yes. unless but, they're into. Fat okay, so anywhere else tea. they have a they have a problem in other in other countries. You have a problem with the big cheating. No, I'm single. I can no. do whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm actually single. But you know, I'm I'm single because. It's, you know, I always, I was always getting the, you know, you love your guitar more than me. And I'm like, well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, but so, yeah, but you know, I, I have like 135 ex-girlfriends that that's why to that one, but uh, 
I'm gonna keep trying. I'll get it right yeah, when it's eventually. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was no angel, but you know, that's not you know what caused the, the destruction. Is my life, you know, just it's all encompassing. This is all I do. So it's all something to do. The other woman is my music and my guitar. So you know. But then again, you know, back in the day, I was no angel either. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. But yeah. Now, what's crazy is me and you, I think, know the same person. We both know Gretchen Men. Gretchen. Know, yeah. I know Gretchen a little bit. I don't know her a lot. But she's a, God, she's famous. She's, she, dude. Every time I open up a guitar magazine. She's like in there, page, right? everything. I'm like, wow. <laughs> that, like, overnight. Like, you know, you just see her on the, the guitar thing, you know, and people kind of who it was. And all of a sudden, she's, like, on the covers of everything. Like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, who, who, hey Gretchen, give me a call. Who's your publicist? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's working. No matter. How, I don't know. I don't even want to know how much it costs, but it's working. So, I mean, God bless her. I mean, there, there there needs to be a good girl guitar player out there that's like you know like a, a girl Eddie Van Halen. So right. Well, there's hopefully Lita. that'll happen in our lifetime. We we have Lita. You know, gotta give Lita. I, her I, I love Lita. She's not really an Eddie Van Halen. She's great. She can, Lita can play. See, there's a lot of these girls, and I'm so not going to name names. I'll get in so much trouble. Name names. Come no. on, come on, do the names. There's so many girls that play, but play like girls. Not that they, well, not that they suck, define that but for they me. play like for, girls. Please define that for the girl that they that could take a guy out guitar playing wise. Lita can hold her own. Um, Gretchen. That's about it. That's Jennifer. It. Bat- Jennifer, Jennifer Batten. Batten. Okay. What about Orianthi? Orianthi can, I'm so not going to touch that. Orianti's really nice, though. She's really, I've hung out with her a couple times. She is nice, and she's, she's really out nice. With Alice. She's, she's really down to earth, and well, depending on who you talk to, she's really down. She was really nice the times I hung out, but I, I heard stories because I know people in the industry that have to deal with her at a professional level. <laughs> we, won't, we won't even go into that because I've never seen that side. So, you know, people talk. Well, well, well I, I think she's lovely. Why haven't you seen that side? Are you not trying to develop those relationships or no i mean i've seen her like at, at events i mean she's been nothing but sweet and cool you know but i've heard people that have to work for her or you know say a completely right. different story well working for somebody is it, that's really yeah. tough you know and the b word is brought up a lot <laughs> really so, oh like fb usually yeah. but we'll leave it at that better than the c word yeah yeah no Way i've heard better. that lots too oh yeah no <laughs> But I mean, but I've never seen that. So I mean, I have, you know, I've never seen that side. But then again, I don't work for her. Right. So you know what I mean? And I, you know, That's I true. see, I, you know, I know lots and lots and lots of rock stars, real rock stars, not ones that just play in Hollywood every other Thursday or whatever. And um, <laughs> we know a lot of those. Yeah, too. more than not, unfortunately. And uh, they, uh, I, I've, I've seen them, you know, they're nice to their friends and how they are, you know, at sound checks and stuff, and it's it's a whole other you know Hitler's nicer. <laughs> are you are are you taking upon that to your own, and are you? Now oh nice oh yeah no people? you you see exactly what not to do. No, I've totally you know, and I I have some really good friends you know like like a uh, Warren and Rat you know and uh, my my buddy uh, Robbie Crane oh, who are Robbie's complete who are adult. legitimate you know major rock star guys who are completely normal. They are, completely especially Robbie Crane. I have so much respect for that. Yeah, guy. you know, have families, completely normal mm-hmm. down to earth. You know what I mean? The, none of that ego that you see right. some of these other people have, and it's all fake. And you know, we don't even get into the people that wear wigs. <laughs> well, we'll leave that one alone. That's too easy a target. <laughs> Tell me, oh who my wears God. wigs? <laughs> we don't even get into that, dude. Rock on. Later, call me. Yeah. Call me. The Atomics what? leaving F- the F- building. No, t- t- seriously, call me. We're, we're like talking on the radio. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll get your number. Let's yeah, for sure. That. No, for sure. That's gonna be great. I would. I would we're having a great conversation right before he came on about recording and Luke yeah. and all kinds of fun yeah. things. Tom so. Fletcher, man. 
the God, Fletch. He's got, he's got some credits in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking recording. I'm, I'm all I'm a, a geek when it comes to recording studio stuff. L- like let me know me. if you guys work together because I would love to go document it oh, and I maybe you know just capture it and. and oh, I, know, I, I, I am so going after him. You don't even know. <laughs> do it. You're well, not. You down. know what? Tom and I are. are doing a record right now together are you really um, yeah for a wow. band called voodoo death kiss out of canada cool name. and yeah aren't that isn't that that's like, a great name that's yeah, a sick name um so you know maybe you'll step in the studio let me know us. if you need a guitar player I'll <laughs> yeah. I've done I lots mean, of they have a great canada. guitar i've never player, been there but, but i've done know, lots of stuff I've, rec- I've recorded tracks and you know i've done sessions where they mm-hmm. email me the tracks I well, we're doing it here we're doing it at the cave I'm game. in. Yeah. Let's do it. Wow. Look at, look at you, man. I am in. I'll do, well, I'll do that in a second. Well, this is Tom and I, our second project together. Okay. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Maybe I'll have you guys on the show. We'll see. I played with some famous people. You'll be one of the other famous people I find. Yeah, yeah. I did, mm-hmm. I did some cool stuff with Snoop Dogg a few times. I'm, a, I'm a Snoop Dogg or that. Snoop Lion? No, Snoop. the Snoop Dogg. That's really? cool. And what's with this? With, with the change, the Snoop Lion. Well, because he's what is that? yeah, I, I just saw that on TV the other day. What is going on there? Next one minute he's smoking pot with his kids, and then he's Snoop Lion, like. What, what does right, that mean? What does that mm-hmm. mean? Why? It's his reggae, you know, side of him. Is that what it well, is? I understand. Is it a reggae thing? I don't yeah. understand no, that. I don't but even why? Why change the name? Much. I mean, do they not well, have like, dogs? It's a, it's a puff daddy Jamaica? thing. Like every other week, you change it to get people's attention. <laughs> you change it back. Okay, that record didn't work. We're going back to Snoop Dogg. I, I'm not. I, is there a new record for Snoop Lion? I mean, I don't even know. Well, that's his new like persona that he's going right now. Puff Daddy, P Diddy. But you know what? I have to do. I have to say something positive about Snoop is that he supports the Lupus Foundation, which he does a lot of. Here's another thing that I've seen. I he does a lot of charities that his he doesn't even announce. Right. But I know a few other like major rock star guys that they give lots and lots of money to these charities, and they're 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 like adamant about not getting any attention about it mm-hmm. like they don't want they're not doing it to get publicity right. a lot of these people are fake and they just do it they get their their publicists on it. okay tell TMZ that we're giving all this money to blah 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 just so they think right. their career's right. in a slump that's true I know lots of people that do it and they I mean they're adamant about it. they don't want one person knowing about it I mean I found out about it and they told me but they don't want I mean that's doing it for the right reasons right. I well, mean it's all, it's all good for every reason but I mean that's even better like it's coming right from the heart you not, do a ton of charity work I do I'm all about that you know what I mean yeah well, yeah, yeah. you do a charity for me so I can start making money with me, <laughs> <laughs> me too I, I'm so all yeah. about that you know, I just did something for the vets like a week ago and that was cool it, thank it, you it was outside yeah. it was like 9,000 yeah turtles a vet turtles a vet yeah so thanks yeah oh that's right huh yeah I'll probably I'm trying to like put together not like a USO thing, but something where I can go to Camp Pendleton, take a bunch of you know musicians. I, I've been there before. Go, I've done you know, that. Perform. I've done the, the Basin Navy base in San Diego. I've done a lot of stuff in San Diego. Cool. San Diego is awesome. I've done USO. I've done vets. I've done uh, God. What other ones have I done? I've done like a lot of military ones. God, those stories those guys can tell you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just can't believe. Oh, good. We're gonna go off a tangent on that. <laughs> the vets. Why don't we take care of them? Right? right? Oh my exactly. God! Us immediately. We, yeah, God, we, when, we when I did the first completely. one, I mean, I've been doing it forever now. When I did the first one, like this guy. Well, I was talking to him after, you know, some of the guys, the vet guys, after we got off stage, and I was like, you know, I gave him a CD. I'm like, yeah, cool. And you know, I was asking him how he's doing. He's like, yeah, I, I live under the freeway over there. And I thought he was kidding. So you know, he, he was serious, but you know, he, he was, he's, it was it was what it was. So I asked one of the the vet people, one of the the higher ups, you know, about that. You know, I'm like, is that true? He's like, oh yeah. I said, we stopped taking care of our vets like after. After uh, Korea or something, he said. Yeah. 
It's like they're on their own once they get back here, and like it's ridiculous. Yeah, and this guy had just he thank did you very uh, much. not Desert yeah, Storm. Yeah. He did the one like after it. He wasn't even back here that long, and like he was already homeless. And it's like what the heck is that going on there? I was under the impression, I, as I'm sure a lot of people are, like we take care of them once they serve. We do not. No. We just throw them out in the streets. Yeah, like that's, that's so wrong. I'm like on my wish list is dental. I wish vets got free dental. Oh cause, boy, because I get some health care, but not like a ton of health care. Um, but dental would be like awesome. They had dental at the stand down thing the other day. Really? Yeah. Oh, you need to let me know next time. Dude, I do. A, <laughs> you gotta do the stand downs. They have the de- they have the dental trailers. Okay. Cool, yeah, so cool. that's good to know. Oh yeah, no, I'm all about that. You know, yeah. doing well, you're going to come out this Sunday to. Uh, I am there the with you. LA. We're going to fry in the red carpet. Yeah, we are. Actually, at, uh, hopefully, it's supposed to be cooler the on the red carpet. Yeah, rock yeah. the walk out. Hopefully, right? do the jam the too, and maybe even play. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> will, so will you be performing? I, I'm yes, working on it right now. Chance. Actually, Max gave me the numbers to talk to, and that's a whole other. We won't even get into that. Yeah, they're really busy right now, so it's just trying to get everybody. Yeah, this is a really, really big event and very difficult to put on I, you know all respect to uh, to Kit and Croy for putting that together and you know Hal Sparks and I will be down there hosting and 6.30 for the red carpet so come by and see your favorite stars walk that and oh, well. uh, I'll be there yeah Ronnie's gonna he's gonna walk we actually have a, take a picture together on the red carpet <laughs> yeah we are Driving Alliance is gonna be down there Woo-hoo. so in case you you get drunk <laughs> you know, if you there have a you go. Out, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pick you up and take you home. So I'll, I'll, you know. I'll have my assistant Karen to take care of me, so I should be okay. <laughs> yeah. not, not that I drink a lot, so we should be okay. But for any, I, of our, I did NASCAR guests. once, and those NASCAR fans are crazy. Yeah. they are. They're insane. And well, I was on the stage, and then we were hanging out in the infield thing, and then I woke up on my bed. How did that happen? <laughs> That's a great I, story. I was told by my road manager that my assistant picked me up and put me over his shoulder, <laughs> put me in the car, and drove me home. Because those people drink, and they all have blenders in their RVs, and it's your yeah. god bad. Oh, yeah, you're awesome on stage. Have a drink. Have a margarita. Have a, no, yeah. And I don't drink a lot, so a couple of margaritas. I'm, you know, next you're thing total you know, lightweight. done. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I woke up, true. still had my tennis shoes on and everything on the bed. Out. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this uh, for the rock the walk I'm gonna be out there and I'm probably gonna be there maybe around four or five to help with with any kind of setup or anything like that so if you guys yeah. need uh, you know want to come and, and help support and maybe you know set up some lights or something like that come on down go ahead see me and uh, I'll probably hopefully be put to work and then i could probably oh put definitely you to work. we're gonna put you right? to work dude i'm bringing the photo wall i know it's awesome <laughs> by the way it's, the fo- it's, what's the know, photo wall a photo wall you know is what you walk in front of oh the um step and the repeat sign. yeah it's a the, step whatever has little logos on uh, that's what they yeah. call that mm-hmm. step and repeat photo wall i, I think yeah. I, you think i would know that yeah you should know that see my, my imdb is dropping as we speak <laughs> your star meter is just crashed and burned just crashed and burned. <laughs> I, I, there's like, I have thousands of pictures of me in those various... Well, I didn't know what that was called. Just the wall with the things on it. <laughs> Duh. All right. Well, our guest has been Ronnie North. Ronnie, dude, thank you so much for coming <laughs> hey, on. For that amazing. was a fun everywhere conversation. <laughs> that was awesome. Crazy. <laughs> cool. Visit Ronnie him. Then. Yeah. Visit him on his website, RonnieNorth.com. Now, is that Ronnie r- with a Y. It's Ronnie with yeah. a Y. R-O-N-N-Y-N-O-R-T-H. But... I've seen other sites People misspell for you. it. Yeah, and it's R O N N I E. Yeah, so, it's, it's with yeah. a Y. 
I will have the link so that people can go straight Beautiful. from the show notes there. And we're gonna leave you. Uh, we're gonna leave now, but we're gonna come back because we have another get. It's a yeah. jam packed show. Is, this is crazy jam today. <laughs> Max, no, I'm gonna have, kill you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we have You're, awesome people. We so, do. You know, we gotta uh, fit them in. It's funny because Max is like the producer of of the show, and she goes like above and beyond every time. The <laughs> the first show that we did, I was like, okay, look, it's our first show. Let's just get one like guest. We got yeah. We got to figure yeah. this out. No, she gets two. Right, two and two badass <laughs> people. Like, too. Yeah, two great people. Yeah. And and then she, this next show, I'm like, okay, two's okay. That's it. And then she gets three. And I'm like, I'm like this has got yes, to stop. Next week, go four. big. No, no. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you right. know, go big or go home. So we're, we're going to uh, leave with uh, Tomorrow is Burning. And that's uh, one of your songs, Ronnie North. And, yes. Uh, also, also it's got a crate. Go on YouTube. You'll see the crazy video of the... the Bunny ra- giant bunny rabbits driving the ice cream truck throwing ice cream at kids. Well, that's perfect for the tortoise and the hare that experience. Exactly, and I'll tell you what, I'll embed it on uh, the show yeah. notes you so people see can my see videos it. all have giant bunnies in them. That's my thing. So we're actually mm. shooting another one with a bunny driving a Ferrari in two weeks. Okay. Great gotta, inertia. Gotta love the bunnies. If you ever need a tortoise, you know... I might. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, get, we're storyboarding right now, so... <laughs> Deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, RonnieNorth.com. That's Ronnie with the Y. And we'll be right back after this. If I only rule the world.
my name is Bray Harper, and you are listening to The Tortoise and the Hare. And you're about to hear my song, The Size of Your Heart. and hair experience and what the experience it has been today it has been insane we just experienced a jam-packed show right and uh, it's about to get finally more com- jam-packed with uh <laughs> pray harper which you can find on his website prayharper.org uh, welcome to the show and uh thanks for letting us play the size of your heart oh absolutely it's it's my distinct pleasure to be here uh, <laughs> t- turtle <laughs> and how are you doing 
I'm 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 doing very well, thank you. Good. Thank you so much. Yes. What an awesome name, Prey Harper. Right? Is that I mean, a real name or is that like your stage insane. name? No, it's a real name. It's on my uh, passport and my driver's license and my bank account and yep, what's left cool. of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you are a musician. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you that. know what they say about a musician who doesn't have a wife or a girlfriend. <laughs> What do they say? He's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Ah, uh, truth. Um, truth. But yeah, I, it's a real name that I, I chose for myself about seven and a half years ago. We like it a lot. Oh, cool. We like it a lot. Is, is Harper your real last name? Or? No, that's not my real last name either. <laughs> no, I constructed a whole new name. So the story goes, do you want me to tell yeah, the story? Yeah, of course. Name? Okay. So it goes like this. Um, I was with uh, my college sweetheart from 19 to 34, and we became the tan. You know, you always become the name. You're like Bobby and Sue, or George and Lisa, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I was a part of this team, and then it didn't work out. So at 34, I had been a school teacher and a restaurant manager and a waiter and all these things, and I had at nighttime been writing songs or whenever I felt inspired, and I had this little pile of songs, and I thought I should do something with those songs. So when she uh, went on with her new life, I went on to my new life, and I I just found that every time I heard my birth name spoken, it just kind of felt like it was missing that other Tweedledum partner, partner or whatever. So I had the fortune, I was playing pianos all over LA in different places in hotels and whatever, wherever there was a piano, and I met these people who owned this hotel, and they invited me to this party, and I went, and I met uh, the wife of a manager who is named Larry Thompson and he managed like Barry White and all these things and they invited me over to their house and I was giving them some tracks kind of like I gave you and they're all, they're all kind of different and little weird different productions and I was just crawling around getting studio time where I could and I left this one particular track which I had tried to do which was sort of a housey almost like a hip-hop beat to it and everything and I dropped it off for Larry and he called me up and he said, he said, Timothy, you know, everything that you give to me is very good. He's from Missouri or whatever. He said, I mean, I really enjoyed that one track. It was kind of country. It kind of sounded like the Eagles. And then the other track that had that hip-hop thing in there. He said, but son, you have to define yourself. He said, Timothy, every star I ever worked with, I worked with Drew Barrymore. You know, he, he managed like, uh, what do you say? He's in the... He, he manages um, Captain Kirk. What's his name? William Shatner. William Shatner. Bill Shatner. The Bill. He's like, all these people, they define themselves. They dress themselves. If you have to name yourself, you got to do it. And when he said that, it brought up all those feelings about that old name. And uh, it's not that I didn't like my name, but anybody who knew me as Timothy, I, I tried to use Timothy, but really I was Timmy to all my friends. And right. I just couldn't picture people going, paying good money to see a concert for Timmy. Right. <laughs> so, when he said that, I woke up the next day, I was like, I gotta do something about this, and I was driving around with my then girlfriend, and we were driving down uh, Fountain Avenue, and we were coming up to the light at Harper, and I was joking to her, I said, well, how about I change my name to Trey Mendes, you know? <laughs> and she's like, ha, ha, ha. She looks up and she sees Harper, she's like, well, how about Trey Harper? And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good, Trey, I like a harp, harp's good, piano's a harp lying down kind of thing, you know? <clears throat> had meaning to me, King David, my favorite character in the Bible, uh, that worked. But Trey just sounded cool. It didn't really have yeah. any meaning to me. So later in the day, I was driving over Laurel Canyon, and I was at the light at Mulholland, and I was thinking about, 
a name's much more important than a tattoo. You know, tattoos are important. You have to have a meaning. I think some people just put butterflies and stuff all over them. I don't really understand what they're doing, but but like. Because we just lost all the butterfly tattoo audience. I'm sorry, you butterfly people. Sorry, we love you. But but basically, I was focused on the meaning, you know. And um, and I thought, what do I want my life to mean? And I thought I had this thought that sounded kind of strange in my head. Is that I wanted my life to be like a long prayer. And I just had a feeling that what that meant to me was every moment I'm getting a little bit better than I was the moment before. And then I remembered Trey Harper, which was a musical-sounding name. And I dropped the ER from prayer, and it became Prey Harper. And then I was like, ding, that's my name. So the next day, I went downtown, paid them the 400 and something dollars for whatever it was, changed my name. Six weeks later, I was legally Prey Harper. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Wow, that, that's, that's very cool. That's, the last time I changed my name, it cost me $56 million. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Well, that's another story. I don't know if I've been thinking. I like about to think I made name. fifty-six million dollars when I did that, <laughs> but it hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> I, may, maybe I might uh, change, not change my name, but put Turtle as like my middle name. You know. Well, then I, maybe that's cheaper than changing yeah, your name, Turtle. Then I had to send out an email to all my friends because I had to tell them, "Well, hey, uh, I'm no longer Timmy. <laughs> You're going to have to find me as Prey Harper because I won't exist anywhere on the internet as Timmy." <laughs> and I sent out like three hundred and something emails to all these people and. I got like three emails back. One was a person I met the week before. Whoa, that's cool. Good luck with that. Another one was like, whoa, you got balls. And then another one was from a guy I knew from third grade who was very upset with me. He said, hey, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? You're just Timmy, and you got to be proud of who you are and where you're from, blah, 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 blah. And I wrote him back. I was like, well, I am proud of being Timmy, and I'll always be Timmy to you, but you know, I don't think a lot of people were lining up yeah. for an Archibald Leach movie. <laughs> Archibald Leach was uh, later named Cary Grant. Right. So I said, look, it was an a artistic decision. I had to follow my heart and, you know, don't hate me for it. Love you. Bye. That, that always uh, brings connotations of what happened when Sting went to his friends and family and was like, oh, just call me Sting, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, right, Goldo. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Goldo, stop with the fucking ego trip. <laughs> yeah, they're... They like that. They call him Gordo, you know. I've, I've met some, a few people around him. Really? They still That's call cool. him Gordo. So, you know, my, my childhood friends can call me Timmy. It's just fine. But the, the moment that you changed your name, did it change your music? Do you feel? Oh, well, it definitely changed my music because it was sort of a hyperventilating feeling. Like, actually, my, I went with my brother, who was kind of my, uh, my um, what do you call that, a handmaiden? No, not, what do you call the lady who helps the baby be born? Uh, what midwife? Is midwife, yes. So he was my uh, name change midwife, you know, <laughs> to help me through the process. Because it's a big deal, you know, you got to go down there and you got a courthouse and you kind of feel like a criminal and what am I doing? Um, on the way there, I was starting to think, well, maybe I should change the spelling to P R E Y and call it Preston or it's a nickname. And like, he's like, hey, man, he's like, you already made the decision. You got to go for it's it. Done. And I did it. And, you know, I would say overwhelming the reaction when I meet people and I introduce who I am is like everyone says, wow, that's a cool name. A lot of people say, with an E or an A, and I go, what do you think? And we have a discussion. But um, I've not yet met anyone who had that name or I knew anybody it. who had that name. Yeah, and now name. it seems kind of obvious name to me, you know. But yeah, it changed, m it, it made me commit more to my, my pure intention. Like, what do I really want to be doing? Do I want to be getting on a stage and 
singing a nice song and wearing a nice suit and everyone think I'm cute and let's go back to whatever or do I want to commit to a higher right message well as a as a uh, a songwriter uh, singer songwriter yes. um, <laughs> you're like oh what is she going to ask me uh, you're I, I've listened closely to some of the things that you've done and um, you've written for television and you know and that do you feel that a little piece of your soul is being uh, marketed and, and taken away from you when you're doing that kind of uh yeah I've kind of just well I had a lot of adventures of when I committed to the name change and the new career after I left that 15-year relationship within a year of that relationship I had been in a party at the Roosevelt Hotel and gave a diss to a guy who was in Canada and he was at a restaurant in Canada and then he called me and he said he put the disc on the player and Lionel Richie was there and he wanted to sing this song and he wanted to call me and I was on the phone with Lionel Richie within a year of really committing my heart to music and what happened was then I was introduced to the business of all that you know that there's certain people who just need to get their cut and they don't really care about the final result or how your feelings are keep holding up or whatever so I was very I kind of feel like I was Rip Van Winkle waking up entering the world a little immature a little naive so the name change and the way it affect the music is that basically I'm moving into um, you know I just meandered all the place hopefully you have a good editor but basically <laughs> what, what I was saying was yeah the do you feel like your soul's being pulled apart when you're dealing with the business part of it is basically right. the question right well what I'm trying to, the reason I brought the anecdote about that big name kind of thing is that I feel the whole of music has been um, sort of co-opted by people who were once lawyers and now they think they're producers, so they just use their contacts to put the product out there, right? Whereas in the 60s and 70s, there was big teams of people developing artists and getting a message purified and what was really being said. So, yes... Yes. <laughs> in a nutshell, in. yes. Yes. I feel that. I feel like it made me. It, it, it like I got this song on ABC, and that was cool. And and then it's like, well, it takes ABC five months to pay you the check, and it's like you might as well just stick through it and try and make the great album. Right. Because you're but never gonna. Yeah. You did show me a royalty check yesterday. Just yesterday. <laughs> yes. We were quite proud of. So. Those are helpful. So keep selling those songs to no, wherever No, yes, I know, I know. Of course, well, of course, that's the paradox, right? Right, it is. And then, of course, all the money guys want to meet somebody who's sold out for what they believe in. But then when they meet them, it's hard to deal with them because you have all these past whatever. Right. Thanks. Yeah. That's true. That's Real true. quick question. Do yeah. you believe in past lives? Well, um, How could that I, be a quick I question? I know there are past lives. You know for I, well, how I do know, you know for that? certain. Well, because I have many past lives in this life, you know, so it makes sense to me that if everything's just uh, consciousness, and I mean, you know, you ever had a, a really great friend and they moved away, and you think, well, they're still there somewhere, they're in Philadelphia or New York or whatever, and you never see them, or maybe you see it, then all of a sudden they pop up again and you go, oh, they are real. Well, where are they really? I don't know where they are, because I've had friends die on me that they're gone, but I just assume they're their energy moved on to another you know cycle so for me I, I say I know there's past lives um, 
but I'm just saying that from my perspective. Right. I don't ask. Have, have you that. ever like explored that and, and found out who you were? Maybe you were like an architect or some sort of, you know. I once had a, a psychic person tell me I was a butcher in a small town in Austria or something. Which <laughs> made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's <laughs> how, how I feel when I play the piano often. <laughs> I just had this discussion the, the other night with this actress, Augie Duke. Um, I'm a Reiki practitioner. And a lot of what I do in my practice... Well, what's um, a Reiki practitioner for those that's that where don't know? You, it's dealing with energy of the universe for healing. So it's uh, kind of a, a Japanese um, style. Um, and I mix in a lot of other things. Um, and as people in entertainment, we have to have those outlets. You know, it's you know another creative edge for me. And um, a little bit of, you know, getting to get to the soul and be grounded in, and in my moment. And uh, Augie and I were talking about past lives and um, how they affect your current moment. Mm-hmm. And if you don't release some of those uh, dramas and traumas, that you can't move forward and you can't be present in, in this moment. Right. So, yeah, so right now we're going to take a breath. <sighs> Thank you so much. Who, were you anybody in the past life? Any, uh, well, were I've you a butcher too? <laughs> I, I was not a butcher, um, and I've been I've been told uh, many different things. I probably am not going to get into it because then I'll get like you know drawings in the mail of me as that. Um, but uh, I'm I've also been told that this is my last time here, and I've done good work, and that they were sending me with more skills, and I was going to touch more people and uh, keep going. So I'm excited for my next, like, you know, adventure, wherever that may be. The streets of gold. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and maybe I'll get one of those readings. I'm like, who was I? They're like, you were nobody. <laughs> They're like, you were the, the trash guy <laughs> on Tuesdays. Nothing. I often wonder if, if the past life, uh, when, you know, when you're a little child and you're drawn to certain kinds of things. Or I remember we were always playing pirates and three musketeers and... The things that I loved, I feel like maybe I was passing through those fields in the past, you know, mm-hmm. versions Perhaps of you myself. Yeah. You'll have to come in for a reading. I think uh, I think I should. It's pretty. It's pretty detailed. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Oh, well, yeah. So why are you? Can we record that? Wait, are, you, <laughs> are you setting me up for a, a reading? Let's do this. I'm ready. Let's do it right now. Really? No, no, we can't okay. do it like that. Well, actually, we could do it like that because if you go to YouTube, you can see I me mean, doing Reiki on uh, Gary Busey. And no Mike way. Stevens. Yes, yes. Cool. There is okay. footage. Can you out can there. you send me the link and I'll put that on on sure. the show notes? Sure. It's it's pretty funny. It's um and watch. People, when you watch these videos, watch Gary Busey and, and the change in him um, as he's sitting there, uh, because there's like all these thousands of people around us because we're at an autograph show. And then he sits down and he's completely focused on what I'm telling him. And he blocks out everything. And um, from that moment on, he, he had a, a lot of success. Cool. I work with his son, Jake, and right. you know, a, lot of, a lot of clients. You know Jake. I do. I know Jake very well. He's tell wonderful. Him, and tell an awesome drummer. Tell him uh, he was awesome in, uh, what, what movie am I thinking of? Uh, uh, Starship Troopers. Well, why don't you tell him? Why don't we have Jake on the show? Yeah, I'll, I'll have him. I'll be like, you were the awesome in Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Do you know Jake Busey? I know who he is. I yeah, he looks just like his dad. It's frightening. He does. It's ridiculous. He's like the giant I version of him. He's very tall. somewhere in town. Yeah, he does yeah. look like his dad a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy. 
Yeah, handsome kid. Yep. <laughs> Much like yourself. Well, yes, his you was, are. His dad played one of the greatest. What, I'm, tell you, me that. I'm sorry. Yes. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> what what were you going to say, Max like, Wasa? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say how incredibly cute you are. Oh, you wow. are like, oh, you have this thanks. presence. You know, you walk into a room and there's this light. It just glows. Well, and um, and evil has no place within you. So Perfect. It's awesome. Yes. I was going to interrupt you from telling me how handsome I was <laughs> to tell you. But you didn't say that, though. No, she no, said I was I'm cute, cute. And I no. with light. Yeah, yeah, I'm see. not sure how I feel about that, Turtle, <laughs> but okay. So hair, it's like this. I was going to say, uh, Jake's dad, Gary, is in, plays one of, I think, the greatest roles ever put on film. And I don't know why he did an Academy Award, but for uh, Big Buddy. Wednesday. Oh, Big Wednesday. Yeah, wow. Jan yeah. That, see? Did you ever see that movie? No, That no. didn't even come oh to my, my mind. Have I'm you ever seen that him. movie, Chris? Oh, okay, man. It's a good movie. <laughs> Chris Martin over there in yeah. the corner. Nice. Drivingalliance.org? Dot, uh, dot org. Drivingalliance.org. Driving Alliance. Yep. Right. Yes. If you get smashed, don't be smashed. Call them. Drivingalliance.org. I'm sure right. they'll be. But don't, wait, wait, wait. Cro- don't cross the lines and go to jail. Call the Alliance. That's exactly. Driving right. Alliance. <laughs> we just That's came up with two great slogans <laughs> for you, by the way, Chris. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. He's way ahead of us. He is. He's like, he's you know. saving the people. Yeah. Right. Because he's. he's Instead of the past lives, he's got the future lives going on. He's already way right. past well, us. That's what we're here for, right? That's right. To that's help right. each other ascend. Ascend. Awesome. Ascension yeah. healers. Here we are. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. You just—we're all smiles now. Cool. It's great. <laughs> to that's like we were smiles before, but just he walks in a room and yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't help yeah, but smile. Yeah, you can't help but just oh, smile. I mean, he's like—he's awesome. We met over at the Kangen Water Store. We did. And um, yeah, how do you feel about Kangen? Oh, Kangen Water. Yeah. Well, here's how I feel about it. Tell me um, how you feel. I think it's, I think it's like this. I mean, people, it's water, so it's invisible, and a lot of people share, but they don't really know. Well, is it working or not? But all I can say is that, um, after the first two days of drinking king of water, I got one of those big jugs and I right. drank two of them. I um, had a very healthy elimination cycle. <laughs> okay. Right. Do, do we need Which, to know that? Well, I think we do need to know that in the sense that, it's not fun to talk about poop, but. <laughs> It is reality that our systems need to operate at the highest level. Right. And if you drink that water in <laughs> the qu- proper amounts, it's going to make your system start to pull out the toxins. And your right. stool will then be more like... Now you use the word stool and yeah. it's starting to get weird. Yeah, well, just, no, that, that, no it's a fi- I mean, once you start using you know, stool, stool, it's now. like... Dr. Turtle, <laughs> yes, my stool was firm and <laughs> um, so powerful. I only had to wipe twice today? Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, the point is I had, I had that clear evidence and when I drink it I feel like I'm getting smarter. Right. Is this Kangen well, water you know, from like Kenya or something? Where no. It's Kangen. 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 People say Kangen, different things right? but yeah. it's actually by Dr. Ishiro from Japan and uh, I would think they're pretty good at figuring out how to clean water since they got bombed so much during World War II and all the nuclear bombs and everything. Right. I think it was a high priority for them but he figured out how to make what I th- I'm told is like hexagonal shaped molecules in this water. Yeah, they change the the molecular structure of the water so that it can enter into your <laughs> mitochondria or whatever. Obviously, right. junk. Right. That's what it's I. I like Arrowhead. <laughs> no. No, am I, am I wrong we, we will that? not be promoting Arrowhead. <laughs> I on just, this it's show. better just not to, to um, drink the water instead of drink, drink the, the Kool Aid, right? Okay. So. That's right. <laughs> you, just about everywhere I go, you'll see me with one of my 
jugs and I've, you know. noticed, I've carried them personally. <laughs> yes, yes, <bring laughs> we're talking. We're not talking about those. We're talking about water people. Right, right. in the studio, yeah. you know, and uh, on the set, I I insist. Steven Tyler carries a machine everywhere he goes. Wow. Okay, yeah. you're gonna have to bring some of this magical water in for me to taste. I he believe I have good. some in the car. Fantastic. I'll I'll take Steven some. Steven looks very good. Yes, he does, doesn't he? I drove past him on. I think he died Lookout fifty Mountain. years ago. I don't know the man, but I saw him and I I love him, so I was I, I waved at him. <laughs> And then he waved at me, and I think he thought, "How do I know that guy?" But how do I know he looked that guy? great? Yeah. And it must have been the Congan water. It yes. probably was. Definitely is. And yeah, so check out um, Harmonious Waters in in uh, I believe it's North Hollywood, south of Magnolia, like right, three yeah. doors. That's where that's on at. the left. Yep. Or you can yep. access access it from the alley. From the alley, <laughs> deep in the alley. Don't be scared of the alley, cool. though. It's only Just if you're don't cool. leave right. any babies at the doorstep. Because it's special, so you want to, you know, get your hook up in the alley. <laughs> well, our guest has been Prey Harper. Uh, you can find him on his website, prayharper.org. Make sure to check him out. And uh, we're going to leave with the last song, and that's going to be We Are The One. And uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Yes, and don't feel feel free to fade it out. It's, it's kind of in, in a demo form, but I did this recording with a man named Mike Spala, whose fame before this was that he created the Jingle Cats. The Jingle Cats, Are you really? familiar with Jingle yeah. Cats? Okay, yeah, so Michael Spall's a legend. You know, wow. he, he's a USC musicologist, and, and he's, he's kind of, he's even stranger than I am, so I really like hanging out with him. Yeah, well, and, uh, gotta have him <clears> on the show. We, we, we kind of like just did this sprawling demo of the song, but I'm intending to kind of pull it all into a little more, you know, taut form, but I hope you enjoy it. It's called We Are The One.
Well, Max, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this crazy experience. What, what have we learned today? What, I, what have we learned? We learned a lot. We did. We, we did. We learned how to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> and that it costs $400. <laughs> it's very expensive. We learned that Miko almost never shows up for anything. Except for maybe a show that we're going to tentatively do in December. Right, but that'll be at the cave where he's comfortable. <laughs> no, we, we love you, Miko, and we're sorry that you weren't able to be here, but we respect you for taking care of your girls. Do you know what I learned, Turtle? Hair? What are you? I learned that I'm so happy that there's caring people in this world who still want to carry the flame of truth and beauty into this new millennia. And uh, I look forward to a 2012 that ends in a cacophony of joy and peace and love and thank you for shepherding this new era in Like a princess